8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Start the second half of the baseball season the right way and turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code PLAY to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1 877 Stop in Louisiana. 1 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1 800 889 in Tennessee. 1 800 in Wyoming or visit 1 800 Gambler.net in West Virginia. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Dominique Foxworth with us now in studio. What's wrong, man? Nick, you not used to this? No, I'm not. I'm not built like y'all. You guys love it. It's not about the money, Max. You must love this. No, no, it's about the money. Show me the money! How would I you love ne- it. Oh, yeah, it's about the money. No, yeah. it is. The it's money helps. Yeah, I'm sure it helps, but y'all all <laughs> got enough to not do this if you don't want to. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Follow me over on Twitter, Mr. Professor 318, to follow the professor. If you want to chime in onto our question of the day at ESPN Radio NOLA, Kevin Durant and the Nets met last night. He's on his way back. Screaming A says it was, uh, it was this. Let me tell you exactly what that statement says. Stay your behind right here. Notice they said Steve Nash and I. Remember, Kevin Durant wanted them gone, according to reports. If yes, the, reports the GM and the coach. He said, right. It's me so, or so, them. So, yes. he said, so he said Steve Nash. Now, he could have said the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> and Kevin Durant has agreed to stay. No, he said we, with our ownership, met with Kevin Durant in L.A. to let y'all know he ain't going no damn place. That's all that means. Ain't breaking news, y'all. Stay your ass right there. Period. You got four years, $198 million. And before one day is honored, you asking out? No. I gave you Kyrie. I gave you DeAndre Jordan. I gave you Steve Nash and everything else in between. When healthy, you are the best player on the planet. When all of y'all are bought in, we are a legit top three, top four team in the NBA who could win the chip. Where the hell are you going? You ain't going no damn where. All of this news is nice. We're touched. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all sat down, like, like Kevin Durant's like, well, you know, I've reconsidered and you know. Yeah, I want to stay. No! You have a contract. We got four yeah. years. You ain't going no place. But as- <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Poor, poor screaming, eh? Poor, um, poor screaming, eh? His Knicks look like they don't want Donovan Mitchell or aren't willing to pay the price for Donovan Mitchell. Who knows what's going on there? Anyway, Bells fans, it's one of our questions of the day. How do you feel about this opener? We had Ali Cosell on, editor-in-chief from At the Bird Rights, uh, about this, the, the matchups, the different ways you can sort of look at this. I'd love to talk to you as a Pels fan about this here as well. Look, I, I think the Pels actually have some advantages here. You already know your team. You've been probably working out together since May, it appears, for a lot of these guys and players. And I do think you have a multiple sort of look and and rotation that you can continuously throw at these players in that first game. Like, I look, let me tell you something. If if Steve Nash plays Ben Simmons. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, 38 minutes, 40 minutes in that opener, he's going to get crushed and killed. <laughs> so I'm just saying, every time that guy's on the court, any of those three, 
hey, you can just keep rotating fresh legs, guys that are going to, you know, I mean, Alvarado, you know, he's going to love his 12 to 15 minutes of just run up and down the court, follow Kyrie Irving, <laughs> just aggravate him, and then boom, you put in another. I'm excited about this matchup. It's going to be fun to sort of see, and at the same time, you know that next team's about offense. They're not about defense, so you pound the paint. Let Zion go to work. 30 points in the paint. I mean, just, I, I'm, I'm very interested in this matchup. I think it's going to be very interesting. So that's one of the topics that we've thrown out there. Nick Saban yesterday getting that extension. It became official guest today. Uh, since 2009, $101 million is what Alabama's paid Nick Saban. So we're asking, who's, is he the most influential guy in college football? Is he what you think of when you think of college football head coaches? And, and, and I say my lifetime. So let's call it 30, 40 years. I'm 46. So, you know, that's 30, 40 years. Who is it when you think of college football coaches? Is it him? Is it Shem Beckler back in the day? Is it all these other coaches, you know, Holtz at Notre Dame? Is it him? Is it Nick Saban? Saints practice 19 is in the books. A couple of things of note to get you caught up. I'm going to play tons of Saints sound the next three segments here. 800-998-1003, upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. If you want to chime in, we'll mix you in. These were the Saints not spotted at practice today. It was Traquan Smith, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Kevin White, Dwayne Washington, P.J. Williams, Alante Taylor, Chase Hansen, Cesar Ruiz, Landon Young, Ryan Ramchek, James Hurst. Yeah, I know. It's basically your offensive line. Adam Troutman and Cole Granderson. Oh, we're not seeing. Now, Taysom Hill, Taco Charlton return to practice. That's a good thing. Some of the other aspects uh, of practice I'll get to in a second. First off, D.A. on how practice went. Man, I thought that was good practice. Um, competitive, some situational work. Been getting back here in the A.C. a little bit. Uh, got him a little juice back, so start cutting back a little bit and getting ready for, uh, for the game. Yeah. That game, by the way, is Friday night, as you know. Chargers in the Superdome. Who's playing? It's Tuesday. I would assume that if you were on the list of names I just said, <laughs> I mean, honestly, right? I mean, a hamstring for Mike, Michael Thomas isn't playing. Marshawn Lattimore, if he's not healthy, why is he playing? Traquan may need to play. No, <laughs> there's some names out there you just, uh, you know, look, Cesar Ruiz, Ryan Ramchek, James Hurst. That's three of your starting five line. It's going to be a very interesting question. If James Hurst is healthy, and Trevor Penning has a really good game now, you you know who's coming with the Chargers. I mean, you got a Bosa, you got a Mac. I mean, <laughs> the Chargers—they literally went and made championship moves. They brought in all kinds of people. To add to a pretty good team already. Now, I don't know who they're playing. I'm just saying that what, what if Penning has a game like last week? A, he's improved. Now, if James Hurst is hurt and unable to play game week or practice game week, I mean, you're going with Trevor Penning. I'm just wondering if he doesn't practice this week. Penning has a nice game Friday. Is that enough to say, let's go with Trevor against the Falcons? I don't know. Um, We played Sunday. What Dennis Allen said about Trevor Penning, that he saw improvement. And he specifically touched on an area of the game that he thought he did well. I'll play it again for reference. Uh, I thought overall pretty well. Um I think he's a tremendous run blocker. Um, certainly there's some growth that still needs to, to, to come in the passing game. Uh, but yet, he played a lot of snaps, and, and I would say the majority of those snaps carried out pretty well. And we played yesterday in case you missed this. What do you thought about playing all those snaps? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I love, you know, I love playing all those snaps. I mean, that's what I'm here to do is play football. So, I mean, preseason, postseason, I, mean, I just love playing. I thought it was interesting when he was asked in a locker room, too, like, how does he think it felt better? Because he said it felt better. 
game two than one. I mean, first game, I mean, it's kind of, you know, you kind of get the first game jitters maybe almost. I mean, you're, it's, you know, it's a lot different than going to Northern Iowa in front of 10,000 people versus, you know, Houston even. I mean, that was, I don't even know, like 60,000. Well, probably not that much, but still, I mean, it's still a big amount of people. So, um, just getting that out of the way, I think, was good. Getting from a smaller school. It's understandable. The other thing that I thought was interesting is, I, again, practicing those two days. That, that is a solid defense. Again, people that cover the practices, people that cover the league. Green Bay is one of the top defenses in the league, one of the top defenses in the NFC along with the Saints. Period. Many feel they're better. Period. So getting to practice against those players – and those snaps, because again, James Hurst got nicked up in that practice. I, I thought was probably work that's invaluable to him, and that's probably why I thought he had a good game. I think on Friday, you just practiced against him. You kind of know something, right? Their strength, are they fast? What you, you actually have put your hands on a player you're going to play in the game? That never happened. Yeah, I think. I mean, practicing against other guys when we were in Green Bay. I mean, I think it was good. Um, you know, see those guys before the game. I mean, I think that helped, but um, it, it was good to go against different guys than just, you know, Taco and Peyton and guys like that. So, again, so I, I don't know. Be interesting as we move forward here in the next couple of days. What, what does Dennis Allen and the Saints actually do with Hurst? I look again, it was a foot injury. That's all Dennis Allen said last week in Green Bay. Now, I don't know. Is it a foot sprain? Is it an ankle? I, I, I'm just going by what Dennis Allen said. It's a foot. It's been a week today, right? Tuesday, it's been a week. So you, you have you have a little time. You're obviously not playing him this week. Because, again, he potentially could be your starting left tackle. You're not playing him in three days. If he's not practicing, if he didn't practice Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, he's not playing Friday. So you got the 29th through the 2nd, next week, Monday through Friday, and then you got game week. The 5th through the ninth, this Monday through Friday, and you play the 11th. You got essentially three weeks for him to get healthy. All of this week, all of next week, and you'd like him to at least practice game week. So two weeks to not practice or whatever. So I still think it's probably James Hurst. But that's kind of one of those things when you look at this list. What are you trying to do here? And Dennis Allen afterwards kind of sounded like a guy that's like, look, I'd like to play some of these guys. But I think if you if you you got a boo boo, why am I playing it Thursday? I know you're back in the dome. I know you want to. But let's be honest. I mean, do you? Jameis Winston. Do you? Here's what he had to say on that. Yeah, look, I mean, it happens. Um you know. We'll, we'll see how we play it out, you know, on Friday night. Um, we've got a lot of good work in training camp. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, um, pleased with where we're at to this point. Um, but yeah, we'll, look, we'll see. I mean, you know, everybody's got different philosophies on, uh, on preseason. Um, but, uh, but look, I think getting in a in a game environment is is good for for everybody. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we'll do. So that's what I think he's saying. He would have liked to, I think, and, and I and I and I do think he would have liked to have had Jameis out there for a series. Michael Thomas, you know, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara. Let's run a series. Let's see how this thing actually looks. Real speed. I, I think it would have made sense. I had no problem doing that, especially against a good team like that. Let's see, go out there and do it. But if you got some of those guys that are nicked up, I mean, again, are you playing Michael Thomas with a hammy right now? No. And I just mentioned three starting offensive linemen that didn't practice this week or t- today. Ramchek, Ruiz, and Hurst. Matt Rule didn't play Darnold and Baker in Carolina over the weekend because he didn't want him to play behind a second-unit offensive line. So I'm playing Jameis. He did something, and I'll play it when we come back, that a lot of people talking, though, Jameis Winston. What did he do at practice that a lot of people talking? That is 
hey. coach responding to it. Play that next on ESPN News. Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra. Totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school. <laughs> and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new. And we want your trade. And we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg, 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 Greg. Greg Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. It's Gus Kattengell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. You'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay, Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay, Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. I, mean, I think we got a lot of guys back. We lost some guys, but I feel like we we have a lot of new guys that can come in and do exactly what we did last year. So I don't see any reason why we can't be as good, if not better. Paulson Adebo this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I was a guest talking Saints football, and I threw that in there. Were asking me about the offense, I threw that in there. I'm like, by the way, y'all maybe talking about Paulson and Debo a lot this year. I hope I'm right now. <laughs> I, did that. I I do, I do. That's Paulson talking about how good can the defense be. I'm going to play his sound for after practice yesterday uh, here in a quick second. But I wanted to wrap up with Dennis Allen. I had to say about something Jameis Winston did today that I think is big. And I also think it's a reason why I'm kind of now leaning that I don't think we do see Jameis Winston on Friday. So several times today at practice, apparently, the graph was the first to kind of alert me to it again. He's at practice, and he's like, dude, Jameis took off today. A couple times. Why is that significant? He hadn't done it. He hadn't done it. Uncle Earl, not nervous Nelly. Not a worry word. Le- legit. Hey, how's the knee? I, I I think he's he's legit and feeling that way. How is that knee? How's the foot? He just returned to team drills yesterday. How's he doing? Well, he took off and ran. And as I said earlier when I was re- referencing this last hour, there's no reason to run at a practice here. I mean, I'm being honest. Like, sure, you know, Mr. Off-Schedule himself, Ian Book, and all these other guys, maybe, maybe running or whatever, but there's no reason to run. It, it's a controlled practice. Even if it's a team drill, you can't... They're wearing red jerseys, right? Play breaks down, Peyton Turner, Cam Jordan, safety blitz, whatever, comes in. The play just continues. We've seen him scramble, move left and right, and that's how he sprained his foot. He was rolling to the right. On seven and sevens, just stepped the wrong way and planted. I mean, I didn't do anything that Alvin Kamara does in the Dome on Sunday, and I sprained my foot. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm also not an athlete. But my point is, to see him do that, I, again, I'm just using assumptions based off of experience and just whatever. I, players don't do that if they're thinking about an inch. Like, for example, again, not comparing myself to Jameis Winston. But when the dog, which I walk every single morning at 6.30, starts taking off on me and I can barely keep up. It's normally a 12-minute walk. It's about been, it's 23 minutes now to 25 minutes per my, my Apple Watch. I can't move that well right now. Um, and, and I think about it. I, like when the leash is, like I'm thinking of my steps and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, you know, a piece of concrete that isn't, you know, fixed right. Like I'm thinking about it. To avoid my foot being stretched out and it's going to cause me pain. I'm thinking how my knee isn't bending the way it should right now on the right side. Like I'm thinking about just walking down the threshold of where the doorway is. I'm thinking about it. If I'm taking off and running, I'm thinking about it because I'm not in pain. Does that make sense? I'm not thinking about my injury. He said at the beginning of training camp, he's not even worried about the knee. He doesn't think about it. He thinks he's 100% of the knee. The foot, to me, is more of the issue because that's the most recent injury. It's why he didn't have full practice on Tuesday last week. And it's why he just did some stuff on Wednesday against the Packers. The foot is the main issue. If he's taken off and running, he's not thinking about it. That's why I think it's a big deal. That's why. I, I think when you're seeing that, it's also a quarterback that's starting to get into game mode. Does that make sense? He's... Training his mind into what I would do in this situation if we were playing in a game. Now he's starting to practice like it's a game. Like Michael Thomas, right? Drew Brees said it long ago. Michael Thomas takes every practice rep like it's the Super Bowl. You can say you want to do it and your mind can sort of do that. But Jameis has been careful. Today's the first time he took off. That That's a step. There is no doubt about it. And the graph asked Dennis Allen about that specifically today. Here it is. I saw James tucking up and run a couple of times today. Is that, is that a sign where he feels he is mentally going in where he's comfortable? Yeah, him? look, I mean, I'm, I'm, you'd have to ask him, you know, exactly where he's at. But I, I feel, um, I thought today he looked really good. Um, you know, so... In terms of is it a sign where he feels he's at, I don't know that. I do know that it was encouraging to me uh, to see that. Yeah, no doubt. And everybody that went to practice today and their observations, their first tweets after practice ended and the embargo was lifted, it was all one of the things that was noted was Jameis Winston looked really good today. I love it. Ramping up, right? Isn't that the phrase of training camp? Rapping, ramping up. The other thing of note, Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport um, went through his first practice in team drills. He'd been doing some uh, individual work, but he had not gone through team drills. I think that is a... Pretty big thing. Here's Dennis Allen on Marcus Davenport. Yeah, I think today was the first day he actually, you know, did team drills. Um, yeah, I mean, look, where I wanted him to be, I mean, certainly I'd love for, you know, for him to be taking all the reps. Um, but, but yeah, he's, he's making progress. Um, and so I feel like that's, it's a step in the right direction. Um, we still got a little ways before we open up the season, so there's still some time to kind of get him ready. But that was good to, um, you know, get him into a couple of team team drills today. Yeah. So I, I think one of the things that you see is uh, the guys coming back right around the right time and all that. So I, look again when, when you hear the list; it's a long one. You know, Traquan. Michael Thomas, Lattimore, White, Den, um, Dwayne Washington, I almost said Denzel White, <laughs> PJ Williams, Salante Taylor, Chase Hansen, Ruiz, Leung, Ramchek, Hurst, Troutman, Cole Granderson. I, I hear you. I, I think it's being safe. I think it's being smart. I mean, look, I, I picked on him 
just because he's the Falcon head coach, I mean, I have to do that. But And he also referred to re- dress rehearsal as mythical creature that he never heard that phrase before, which it's impossible. But in this case, and I played the bite earlier of DA saying, look, I, I, I think it's important that you get live reps, game reps, but you also have to be smart. If you're on that list today and you haven't practiced, you play in three days. Are you playing? Are you playing them? I mean, really? That wouldn't be smart, right? It wouldn't be smart. But I don't know. Like like I said, I I think Jameis getting out there and, and doing it might be good at the same time. Man, if he's running around and he's feeling good like today... Have two really good practice. Well, have have another good practice tomorrow, and then you have a walkthrough on Thursday. And then Friday, you know, you play the game. So, I don't know. I, they, Dennis Allen could say, give me a series. Give me one series just to get back into the swing of things. And maybe mentally, I hadn't thought about this until really just as I was talking. Last time on the field was in the Dome in the Bucks game when he got hurt. I'm not saying he thinks about it. I don't know if he's not. I've heard players before, though, say they want to get past that mental hurdle. Maybe Jameis goes up to coach and say, you know what? I want, I want, I want a series. I want to get hit. I'm not thinking about it. I want to be on the dome, turf again. I want to get sweaty. I want, I, I want to get past that. I don't know if you think about it in the offseason. You can move past that. You can do that. But there isn't a player that I've covered. That has had an injury that's taken him out of time or a season that doesn't say they needed that first hit. They needed that first moment that they tested it out. Maybe Jameis, you know, rolls right, eludes a pressure, steps into the pocket and fires. I, something like that on that knee, on that foot. Now look, Jeff Duncan tweeted a little bit ago. You're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't. Right? If he doesn't play him and the Saints offense struggles in the first quarter against the Falcons, he should have played those guys. They should have seen snaps. If he plays them Friday and then they can't play against the Falcons because they get injured, Dennis Allen, I, it's the Raiders all over again. I knew it, it was a bad hire. This guy doesn't know what he's, am I lying? Legitimately, I think it would be good for Jameis and, and, and them to go out there and throw to Landry and throw to Hill and just go a series. Man, look, I, I understand you can get injured. You can get injured at practice. You can get injured in a game. You can get injured in all those other times. It's football. That's, I, I just think when you think like that, man, it puts you in a bad spot. You get smart. If you're nursing an injury, that's different than if you're healthy. If you're healthy, it's different. I can see it going both ways. But if he's moving like that and he's feeling comfortable like that, I wonder if it's because he knows he's not playing Friday. So he's going all out of practice. Or he could be trying to show Dennis Allen, hey, I'm healthy. Don't worry about my foot. Don't worry about my knee. Give me a series. It'll be interesting to see if he talks tomorrow. And whether or not he wants to play. He said it in OTA minicamp. He would like to play. He would rather play. He would want to play. And he said he's going to do what they tell him to do, though. So, I don't know. I, I, like, like I said, part of me think, man, get out there. Give me a series. See what it's like. Got a really good defense with the Chargers. Want to see what it's like. I mean, you throw into two receivers he didn't have last year. I, I just think those game reps, even though he's worked with Landry and he's worked with Olave in the offseason, but that's why I also think it could work. I know those guys, you know. You're smart enough. I, I think barring a Ole Matador move by an offensive lineman, these quarterbacks are smart enough or quick enough to see there's pressure, i got to get rid of the football. You can call plays as an offensive coordinator that either put him in the gun, put some protection, their quick passes, quick outs, something to get him into the flow of the game to protect him. There are things you can do, which is why I think Zach Taylor's terrible as a head coach for the Bengals. That's not just my take. Sean Payton actually said that. Anyway, it's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, so you never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. If you'd like to chime in to the conversation here, I would love to hear from you. Kirk Merritt. They came to me uh, and they said I was going to be with the, with the running backs this week. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm all great for it. So, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. You imagine that? Look, I, I, I was kind of talking about this yesterday, obviously, with John Hendricks. He didn't agree with me fully in that I wonder if this means that you're on the roster. I mean, we're trying to find a spot for you here. Um, he still thinks that Merritt still has some work to do, especially since, again, in the game against Green Bay, he didn't have any catches. He had three targets, no catches, no yards. His thoughts on a Green Bay game? Um, I liked about um, the return. You know, that was, that was good. Great, great blocking on that. Um, offense, I, I feel like I, I could have did a little bit more, but I mean, obviously, you know, one percent better each and every week. So, All right. So he's being given opportunity to run with the backs here, and and like that's legit. Like I think Friday, you're you're gonna see him take some handoffs, <laughs> be a running back. By the way, the last time that happened, yeah, I haven't really taken a like a handoff since since high school, so 2015. So yeah. That will go well. Uh, Merritt on his days over at Destrehan. Uh, yeah, I was pretty good at it. Um, I started playing football um, when I was six. So it was, it's always been running back um, all the way up to high school. Played a little bit of receiver then. But, um, highlights, uh, you saying like highlights of my, of games or whatnot? Yeah, I mean, like, remember the longest run? Yeah. The longest run, probably against Hanville. Um, rivalry game. I think it was like top five back then, like in the country, rivalry game. So, Probably against Hanville, and we don't like them. So there it is. I love it. Uh, so, what is it specifically has to learn right now? Really, just the protection and all that stuff. So, really, just trying to listen to coach and see what I got to do. Protection is in blocking, blocking, and where the run is supposed to go, and stuff like that. How the line is moving, go off of the linebackers, stuff like that. Little different too, trying to go up against defensive backs. Now you're going to go up against linebackers, D linemen in those protections, and even trying to run past them. I mean, it's it's a it's different. I mean, obviously you're going against smaller guys, but now you're going, you're going against bigger guys like 250 and whatnot. But I mean, off of special teams and learning off of that, so I mean, I can take it to the running back stuff. So I think one of the things that also uh, is going to be uh, of note <laughs> is I, I guess trying to figure out how, from the other guys too because he said he's been uh, having or, or, or went to the other running backs to ask for some advice um really just the footwork and you know how to move like a running back I mean I'm just following I mean two great football running backs I mean obviously Alvin and and um, Mark Ingram so just trying to follow their lead yeah have you been sticking their brain oh yeah definitely um just this where the where the hole is supposed to hit, and I mean, obviously we about to go to film film today. So first time in the running running back room, so I'm gonna ask a lot of questions. 
Yeah, uh, I love that. I, I guess I would ask them for sure how to go about that. Obviously, you got to be excited to, um, again, play for a roster spot, Ronnie. Um, obviously, we got a lot of playmakers in the backfield and a lot of playmakers at receiver. So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of balls to be thrown around and stuff. So, I mean, I'm excited to to see what's in store. You looking forward to playing in the dome? Right? Oh yeah, first time. I mean, second time, but first time in a New Orleans Saints jersey. So I'm excited. I think one of the other things that'll be interesting to see him play too, just to get those takes. And I wonder if they use him out of the backfield in the screen game, if they use him immediately in the backfield, uh, as you know, between the tackles, between the guards, just to sort of see, does he still have that vision as him in there? Look, he played it. He just did it in high, you know, like I said, high school. So it's been a bit, it's been a bit. That's for sure. Now, one of the guys, that isn't on that list of players that I just told you about. That was um, well, the offensive line that didn't practice today. Hurst, Ruiz, and Ramchek, three of your starting five, is Eric McCoy. And if you remember, Dennis Allen was asked specifically about McCoy and how his camp's going. Well, look, I would say probably the best thing is that, you know, nobody's really talked about him. And that's usually a good thing if you're an offensive lineman. Usually when you're an offensive lineman and you're getting talked a lot about, that's that's not necessarily always a good thing. Um, so that just speaks to kind of the consistent nature of the player. Um, I think he's a good player for us and certainly glad we got him. Yeah. So we'll see how that um, that winds up going. Um, because, I look, again, this is a guy that they drafted Cesar Ruiz to be center. After his first year. And Eric McCoy had a good second year. And, you know, you, you heard the head coach there say, good, nice, and quiet camp. So, gives you an idea. He was asked about how his camp's going. I would say it's going well. Um, definitely still areas that I need to improve. Um, an area, a big point of emphasis for me this year is just my first step. Um, I feel like I've improved there, so I've gotten better as a player naturally because of that. Um, like I said, there's still lots of room for improvement. I still have too much wasted movement in my stance, um, too many false steps, stuff that I have to get better at, um, and that I plan on doing through these next couple of days. See, I love that, and that's why I think a guy like Doug Moore, um, you know, Doug Marone was such a great hire, um, and that, that was kind of one of my things. It wasn't that I didn't think Pete Carmichael knows offense, coaching. It was a difference. And that's why I've, I've said that. A lot of these teams are hiring these young, 30-year-old, analytic, great Roy, your guy. You know, boy, they can draw up. That's good. You better have a good staff around them. Better have a good staff around them. Theory of plays. Drawing up of plays. That is completely different than being able to tell someone... Look for the inside shoulder, dip this, do that, get off this way, foot here, hand placement. That's coaching. You have a lot of non-coaches, per se, being head coaches right now. I don't think I'm being unfair. I'm talking about legit guys that have been position coaches. That then go on to be coordinators. Now, that's not to say that they can't do it right. But there's something, um, you know, for that. So, like I said, it's it's one of the things that you saw Dennis Allen do. Again, one of the intern coaches is Jari Evans, Doug Marone, Zach Street. They're trying to, to, to get this offensive line better. The O-line as a whole, how is it? Because it is a concern. Here's McCoy. Um, I would say we're growing. Like we're going, we're growing together, growing together and meshing together every day as a unit. Um, and like you said, with pinning coming in, it's something new for us at, with, with the ones. Um, you know, just trying to make sure we're all on the same page. But I'll definitely say that we're growing and progressing as a unit. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> James Winston being back this week, how's it been? I loved it. I loved it. Uh, you know, he's always a good voice to have around, a good leader to have around, um, and just a, a good uh, vibe keeper in general to have around. So it was nice having him back. He's a baller. That's all I can say. Um, I'm a big James Winston fan. I mean, I know he's been out probably the last 
week or so with his his foot. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but Jameis is a baller, big fan, uh, great leader, great person, um, and I'm excited for him this year. Uh, has there been any rust between he and Winston since he's missed some time? I don't feel like there is much rust. Um, you know, throughout camp this year, I've got a, more of a, more accustomed to Jameis than I have been in the past. Um, just because, you know, with my injury last year, his injury last year, we didn't have that many plays together. Um, but camp this year, we've really kind of got to mesh um, up until, you know, his recent injury. So, there you go. That's kind of the state of the offensive line from one of the offensive linemen as to how it's going there. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to put, uh, pass along today, too, as well, was Paulson Nadebo met with uh, some folks here as well. And I think you can just hear... He's brief, but specifically why he thinks this defense can be good and why they want to be able to and think they can dominate. I think just being able to challenge our opponents um, every play, not having a weak spot as far as D-line, linebackers, DBs, I feel like we're, we're a complete unit, so just being a complete unit that can kind of dominate the, the other side of the ball. So... One of the other aspects that he was talking about, too, was something that we brought up that Traquan Smith actually brought up, where he was saying that, you know, in running in routes, he could tell that Paulson and Ebo starting to cross out possible routes that he was going to run as he was running. He was asked about that specifically. Nick Underhill, New Orleans at football, asked about Yeah, I think just, I mean, naturally, after you have a whole year under your belt, you feel more comfortable and you're able to decipher things a little bit quicker, so... That probably some of that, what they're seeing. So, let's see how that translates into the games. But one of the things that he says that he did get last week, good work in against those Green Bay receivers. Yeah, I thought it was good to go up against a different team, um, see different tendencies, different players, and then just coming back, just kind of still trying to work. We know we have work to do, but we feel good about where we are and going into the season. There it is. And again, I played this a little bit earlier. His thoughts as to why they can be good. Can they be good? Yeah, I think we got a lot of guys back. We lost some guys, but I feel like we we have a lot of new guys that can come in and do exactly what we did last year. So I don't see any reason why we can't be as good, if not better. And you know I had to play this because, I mean, after all, he led the team in tackles. Mr. John Bostick, a.k.a. Boom Bostick from Shaggy. Uh, what's it been like since, since joining the Saints? Um, football, football. You know, realistically, uh... You know, it hasn't been a hard transition. It's actually been kind of easy for me. It's just, and everything they've kind of thrown at me, I've picked up. Uh, you know, playing, you know, all the positions they've asked me to play. Uh, you know, I've been around, you know, I've had, you know, good teachers, you know, from literally to high school to college. Um, you know, and since I've been in the NFL, like, I've had a lot of good teachers uh, that, you know, they don't just teach you, you know, the, the names of the plays and everything. They teach you the concepts. So if you can understand the concepts in between, you know, the plays, um, it makes it that easier to pick up because, you know, what we call red here, we might just call it blue, you know, in Washington or, you know, other, any other places. So, it's, you know, like I said, transition's been easy. And then, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's a lot of good coaches on the staff, like really, really good, you know, and that's, you know, I definitely mean that because um, to be able to kind of break stuff down, you know, how they do, uh, you know, like you got a lot of guys that come from a lot of different places and kind of, you know, put a scheme together and, uh, you know, lets the guys uh, play fast. One of the things that he mentioned in that bite was being able to pick up uh, what you can do so you can go ahead and do it, and he seems comfortable with the scheme. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's everywhere. It's, it's Realistically, it's, it's more, you know, you can pick up, pick up the, the wording, you know, the checks and you know, all that stuff. Schematics is schematics. Like I said, you know, it's, it's only a certain number of ways you can play cover three. It's only a certain number of ways you can play cover two. It's just, you know, who's got it, you know, in, in this defense, who's got it in that defense, so. So you have it. Uh, one final thing on Bostic, and then we'll go to the break, buddy. Uh, his thoughts on being able to finally play, be alongside Demario Davis, and, and see it in action here. Um, I watched him on film, you know, and you know, I was a big fan of him when he, you know, was with the Jets back in the day. You know, and I still wonder how you know he got let go, you know, there. Um, but obviously, you know, this place has been, you know, good to have, and you know, to be able to have a guy like that in the, the room that's got a lot of years, like I do. Um, you know, he, he's good at what he does. I mean, I learned, you know, a bunch of stuff from him already just by, by watching. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, again, maybe it's depth, maybe it's not. I go back to what Dennis Allen said yesterday, though. Just you got to give it time to see whether or not this roster is deep. 
what we may be finding out here, especially, hopefully not, in, in week number one. But I don't know if you'll see a lot of people play here on Friday. Maybe they should, maybe they should. I don't know. We'll see. Final segment, we come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. So take a letter, Maria. Address it to my wife. Say I will be coming home. Gotta start a new life. We'll take a letter, Maria. Address it to my wife. Send a copy to my lawyer. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. The other day, my friend said he saw a mosquito the size of a pool dew out near Dulac. Now, he may be exaggerating, but mosquitoes are back and swarming up and down the bayou. If you need help with mosquito control, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They have a number of ways to protect you from those blood-sucking mosquitoes. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here for you. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you, Terminix Tough! That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wuss. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Sports Hangover. 800-998-1003. Like the chime in. Oh, I want to play this by you, by the way, too. Because, uh, you know, there's other news about and all the way around. One of the things that... I thought it was interesting. Let's see if I can find it here. The, the Bucks, you know, Tampa Bay. Tim Hasselbeck was on ESPN, and he was bringing up the fact that to him, he doesn't think that offensive line is the issue when it comes to the Buccaneers and their ability to do it. He thinks it might be something else. Here's what Tim Hasselbeck has to say. For me, if you were to say, okay, bigger concern, Chris Godwin's health or the offensive line? I'm going to say Chris Godwin's health. Bigger concern, replacing Gronk, you know, figuring out how you're doing that, or the offensive line? I'm going to say it's replacing Gronk. So I actually believe that there are big issues bigger than their offensive line right now. Man, I don't disagree. I, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. Professor Nick Harrison there, Tim Hasselbeck saying that uh, he thinks replacing Gronk is bigger than replacing your starting center and guard that the Buccaneers have lost. I, I don't know if I agree with that. You? I don't agree with that. That's just me. I don't know. I don't really, really agree with that. Professor, we got you? Oh, there we go. Everybody, it would help if I plugged you in. There we go. Um so, yeah, I, I don't know if I completely agree with that from that aspect of it. What do you think, Professor? Do you think replacing a tight end is more than replacing your starting center and guard? I, I don't. Go ahead, bud. I don't know. It depends on who the tight is. Right, who you bring in. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be They're extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> professors in a uh, a good area 
or not so good area when it comes to uh, Wi-Fi there. So uh, we'll guess I'll join him tomorrow since we only have a few minutes left here. But I did wanted to play that, and I thought that was interesting. That you would think that that would be the case. Mm. I mean, your starting center and guard are gone. I would think that that would be the bigger concern to me. Could be wrong. I don't know. We will see when the season gets there, though, as well. And some of the other aspects that we saw uh, that we had earlier that we played, of course, Baker Mayfield being named the starter, what he had to say uh, about that and Sam Darnold. That is still going to be... Something that I don't know, honestly, how the the Panthers are going to be. I know there's some talent there. And look, to me, it's just like anything else. You have to have a guy that can, you know, produce one way, shape, or form. But who are their receivers? Look, I think it's McCaffrey. If McCaffrey is healthy, that team is not a bad team. Offensively, it's going to help anybody else. It's kind of like... I was saying this morning to the guys on the morning show to ESPN, Michael Thomas is healthy. He helps everybody. He helps Landry. He helps Alave. He helps Winston. And even Keyshawn said it because you don't have to be that accurate. <laughs> you just have to throw it in the vicinity, right? So I, I think that's the thing that, that makes sense to me more than anything. I, I just, I don't know. I don't see that. Now, Tim Hasselbeck, who, again, I, I'm now starting to, to, to wonder and question whether or not uh, his takes are valid there. Because, again, I look, I, I know Gronk helped that team, but Tom Brady and the protection of him, that was the reason that the Bucks, you know, won games last year and did that. I, he had time. He had time to throw. You can't tell me you lose your starting center. Anyway, Panthers now with Baker as a starter. I think they win somewhere between, you know, seven and nine games. I do think they'll get, you know, more stable quarterback play. Um out of Baker, um, but I don't think that it's this drastic change uh, at the position where, you know, all of a sudden they're a, a double-digit win football team. Okay. Again, I don't see them being a double-digit football team as well, but, you know, uh, it's what it is, what it happens. All right, so, again, starting next Tuesday, we'll have all those coaches. They've all been confirmed. Super pumped about that. Uh, Michael DeSormo. Asormio, uh, from UL, the new head coach there. Tim Reba will be 115. Uh, Willie Fritz from Tulane, 130. Frank Selfo from Southeastern at 145. And Will Hall, Southern Miss's head football coach, is going to join us at 1215. I think, uh, Michael's going to be joining us from UL at 1245, maybe. Waiting to get that time confirmation, but they all have agreed to come on. Super pumped about that. We're trying to add maybe two or three more coaches as well. Matt Muscone and after further reviews next, I'll see you on Hump Day tomorrow on ESPN New Orleans. Yeah.